Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. My job is to hopefully get you to retirement just by sparking interest in the markets and investing and such. Yesterday, the NASDAQ was down six-tenths of 1%. The SP 500 down seven-tenths of 1%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down seven-tenths of 1%. So they're all down equally. Very interesting. Coincidence. Very interesting coincidence. No, it's kind of boring the more I think about it. Bitcoin's holding up well. As some drama hit the markets in the months of September and October, Bitcoin's holding up pretty well. Not so much the NASDAQ, S&P 500, and Dow. Again, they're not holding up poorly, and they always seem to rally right next to record highs. But Bitcoin's kind of recovering from a a poor performance, having a very good year still. Alibaba's kind of right back to where it was all before this whole, will China deregulate everything craziness went into play. Stocks dipped slightly to start the week. Yesterday was Indigenous People Day, Christopher Columbus Day. A lot of controversy there that when I was young, Christopher Columbus was a hero. Now that I'm older, Christopher Columbus is besmirched for treating people poorly. I, I get it. Things change. COVID treatments are coming. The COVID treatments are coming. The COVID treatments are coming. Merck asked the FDA to authorize its antiviral pill for COVID-19, which would be the first pill to come to the market. That is very, very positive. You get a positive test, they say, go to your pharmacist right now and take this pill. That will be positive. It will work hand-in-hand with the systems that we've put in place here. AstraZeneca also filed some new data that showed its antibody cocktail reduces the risk of developing severe COVID. So we seem to be well-rounded, but again, there's this debate of it's become politicized. In the world, it's become the rich versus the poor. In the United States, it's become the Republicans versus the Democrats. I wish that were not the case, but if, if some butts were getting, that's what a party would have, right? Some things that you need to know today. Facebook's oversight board is going to meet with the whistleblower, Francis Hogan. Hogan tweeted that Facebook has lied to the board repeatedly, adding that she'd be joining the board for a meeting and sharing the truth with them. Uh-oh, Facebook's oversight boards got called out, right? Netflix suspended three employees, but says it wasn't due to their criticism of Dave Chappelle's comedy special. Um, Netflix did suspend one trans employee who recently criticized the closer for crashing an executive meeting. 
Um, the one area that we need to have some freedom to be mean and nasty should be comedians. Again, as long as it's mean and nasty in the sphere of trying to get a laugh. I don't think we should have politicians telling sports people what they should do. I don't think we should have sports people telling politicians what they should do. I don't like actors telling politicians what they should do. But freedom of speech, comedians have to have it, I think. Again, being tone deaf is one thing. Being tone deaf 20 years out of perspective is another, though. There's a lot going on in that story. Amazon has abandoned its return to office plan. This is an interesting one yesterday. You know they have a new CEO. Jeff Bezos is no longer CEO. Andrew Jacy told employees the company would let directors set remote work policies for individual teams. Now, I'm sure if they want people back, directors will be told, bring people back. AI startup whisper is becoming the Tesla of hearing aids. This is good. I've got a father-in-law who's deaf. Not deaf. He's lost most of his hearings. Whisper, which uses software updates to improve over time, is led by an all-star team. So they're putting together kind of a neat innovation. To be compared to Apple or Tesla, you're doing something probably in the right area of venture capital. Because Wall Street likes the sizzle. Apple is appealing its own resounding victory over Epic Games. After the judge a couple weeks ago, Apple said, hey, this was a resounding victory for us. Now they're appealing it and they want to go completely at Epic Games even more. It was a 50-50 victory. They were happy, but now they're going, no, we rethought this one. What else do we need to hit today as far as top influential stories out there? First and foremost, we are in the fourth quarter of the year. I was a little bit shocked yesterday that Columbus Day was live and well. I kind of had forgotten that uh, markets were open. Southwest Airlines reduces cancellations after chaos sparked travelers' outage outrage. And getting on a plane today really, really it feels like it feels like a ticket to you're going to see something go nuts. Or if you're standing in the airport, you're going to see have your camera ready because you could be the viral video of the day. Southwest apologized to customers for the chaos that has disrupted travel since Saturday. It's a pretty insane story. The airlines had bad weather and air traffic control issues initiated the problems. But then they had a staffing shortfall. Southwest has struggled with insufficient staffing over the summer. Due to a very packed schedule, they canceled 87 flights or 2% of its schedule on Tuesday, a sign that carriers stabilizing. A lot of people think – a lot of people are pointing a lot of fingers at the pilots. Uh, pilots are saying, no, 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 it's not – we're not upset about COVID. It's just poor planning. Southwest has already scaled back its fall schedule due to the disruptions throughout the summer following complaints from exhausted crews. 
I would say think the air travel right now is inconsistent. Plan for bad case scenarios. That's what that story is telling me. Real estate prices are expected to continue to rock higher. How is this possible? Zillow came out with uh, an update yesterday that said, while the housing market is still very much so a seller's market, things are starting to shift a bit. More homes are coming to the market. Big decline in the bidding wars. We know with so much appreciation, some people are feeling priced out. But Zillow is calling for about 11.7% appreciation in homes in 2022. So if your wages aren't going up that much, it's getting further and further out of reach for you. Home price appreciation is difficult to forecast. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. Welcome to Rob Black. I'm Rob Black. Black all things financial money, investing, and more. Columbus Day led to a disappointing discovery for the stock market. The stock market learned it was a little bit of a weak lead. Interesting. Started out strong, but it led to very few richest, and it turned weak. Calming factory. Um, factory orders, inflation numbers, they're not doing uh, what we want them to. Supply chain seems severely disrupted in the world due to COVID. And when I say severely, let me downplay that and say it's turbulent. Ten-year Treasury note, which many feared would push higher, sits at 1.6%. Tomorrow is a big day as we get earnings out of J.P. Morgan Chase, BlackRock, and Delta Airlines. That means tomorrow kind of kicks off earnings season. So we're going to get three weeks of earnings, which many are predicting will be disappointing. More on that soon. The September Consumer Price Index comes out tomorrow, and the Federal Reserve's meeting notes the minutes from September. American Airlines thinks its third quarter revenue should be closer to the high end of its prior guidance. That's reasonably good news, right? Since this market is forward-looking, the uncertainty about what it might see in here could lead to some choppy trading. Signet Jewelers is up today after announcing a $490 million acquisition of Direct Diamonds USA. I don't think this is interesting enough, but I'm not a big jewelry guy. Nike got upgraded to a buy rating today over at Goldman Sachs. Airbnb was upgraded over at Cohen to outperform. MGM Resorts 
up today after Credit Suisse raised its ra- uh, ratings outlook. So it seems to be a broader market that is a stock picker's market. The IMF, I wish this could be like an evil company because it just sounds evil, right? The IMF basically warns on inflation, <clears throat> says the Fed and others should be prepared to tighten policy. Okay. I will say this. The Fed, when they tighten policy, will slow the economy. We do not know if the Fed tightening quickly will slow inflation. Many people in the past kind of have uh, noted that the Fed has gone into action and shortly thereafter, the U.S. economy has gone into the tank. So we are paying attention because history could repeat itself. We're probably looking at a period of stagflation where growth expectations decelerate. The way the world's information moves, it's really, really fast. So when we're starting to look at higher inflation, lower growth, we're looking at stagflation. We've seen this before. It rarely plays out that obviously. With inflation running around a 30-year high in the United States, the Fed has had to wrestle with when to start pulling back the extraordinary policy that has helped provide calm and smoothness of money transactions since the pandemic began in early 2020. But it's good times. So you know GM's got the electric cars that they tell you, like, don't charge it at night. You know that one of the pluses of charging your, your car at night is it's cheaper. Cheaper than gas. And if you leave it unattended, it could catch on fire. Wait, wait, wait. Don't charge it next to other charging vehicles. You're like, whoa. GM's got a problem on their hands, right? Yes, no. That recall where they're going to have to swap out the batteries, a very expensive process. It's going to cost over $2 billion. And LG said, that one's on us. Faulty batteries. South Korean company. And you're like, that's one that you can kind of get yourself in trouble with, right? I want to own the electric vehicle space. And you're like, well, I don't want to own Tesla. It's too expensive. And it's worth uh, number 234 in the gas powered car world combined and they'll catch up and we've seen nice things come out of General Motors recently on catching up nice things out of Volkswagen you've seen government say we're going to mandate electric vehicles so Tesla won't be the only game in the town but LG makes batteries and you've heard me on the show like if you want to own batteries this is the way to go but I own no foreign stocks Uh, just never got into it I know you're saying, you don't go out on the Tokyo Exchange and buy a, a young software company that's going to change the world? Nope. If you think I have that kind of time, you are seriously, seriously incorrect. So the batteries that tended to catch on fire occurred at LG's battery solutions plants in South Korea and Michigan. The rare manufacturing defects in the Bolt EVs. It's a torn tab, folded separator 
and the batteries risk catching on fire. They've caused only 13 vehicles to catch fire, but they're, they're recalling many, 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 many volts. Volts. I hate names. It seems like we've run out of names for children, so we come up with funny names that sound really, really stupid. Charleston. Charleston, come here. And it's like, isn't Charleston like a, a dog's name? Same thing with the companies. We've run out of names. So they're building battery plants, GM and LG. So maybe this is a good one for GM. And maybe this is a good one for LG to say, this one's on us. Pfizer's looking to mRNA for innovation beyond COVID-19 vaccines. One of the pluses out of disasters is sometimes we pull things forward. With HIV in America, we pulled, we started mRNA as a way of, of figuring out how are we going to help. With COVID, they looked around and said, how are we going to help? And scientists went, hey, back, I used to work on an HIV project. We could probably re- reawake that and Right. Perfect. So Pfizer has said that they're going to start finding other areas, other overnight sensations, groundbreaking vaccines and therapies. Change the way we think about vaccines. I think that's a nice pool for I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money. Investment. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show. Have a question? Reach out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Over the holiday, Indigenous People Day, previously known as Columbus Day, I ventured back into the mountains for the first time since spring. Got a very busy late spring and summer. And then school started back up, so I haven't been here in a while. What's interesting to note is I talked to some of the neighbors, and when we were talking, I was like, what's changed other than the big fire? It's really dry. Um, They've noted that numerous times, and you could feel it in the the trees. They're brittle, i.e. not a lot of water. And one of the things that's changed is – there's like, oh, there's a new restaurant you should try. And uh, one neighbor loved it, very sophisticated. One neighbor hated, very sophisticated. It was interesting hearing them both with different tales. Basically, one saying it's too snooty and expensive. It's all you Bay Area people brought your restaurants up here. It's the old real estate debate. I'm like, you know, you are happy with your home valuation. Every time someone pays a record price, you just got a comp that moved your house higher in value, and yet you've got Prop 13 to stand behind, whereas they're going to be spending a lot more money in property taxes, improving your roads, schools, and fire departments. And when I say that, people just look at me like, you brought your snooty restaurants. <laughs> they're like, it's lost on them. Oh, Bitcoin approaches a record high. Jamie Dimon still believes it's worthless and regulation is coming. A former Facebook employee, Sophie Zhang, is willing to testify before Congress. She said she shared documentation about potential criminal investigations and violations with U.S. law enforcement. The IMF has downgraded, downgraded, down degraded. The global growth outlook is developing countries lag on vaccinations. 
again, how he used to call things. <clears throat> prince was the prince, and then he was the symbol, and then he's prince again, I think. Columbus Day has become Indigenous People Day. Third world countries have become developing countries. Slang, how it changes. But back to the home price appreciation and how everyone's moving around. This is a seriously bizarre housing market because we don't have enough homes. And we sort of underestimated building of new homes in the 2000s, also known as the aughts. In that housing crisis, builders played it safe during the 2010 decade. Last great chance to buy a home was 2006, 2007, 2008. CoreLogic is forecasting a 2.2% jump in U.S. home prices in the next 12 months. John Burns Real Estate Consulting is expecting 4%. Freddie Mac is expecting 5.3%, but Zillow has it at 11%. Now, Zillow is publicly traded, and it's in their best interest to see transactions. It, we're in the middle right now of a five-year period, which has the largest chunk of millennials basically hitting their 30s, the age when first-time home buying really kicks into gear. On top of that, we had the pandemic or have the pandemic and how it has uh, pushed people for, to work at home. You know, Amazon said today, we're going to let the managers decide if people work at home or if they come into the office. Not managers, the directors, as they said. It's fascinating to me. How could that not be crazy disruptive to real estate? I bought a home for way over asking this summer. And I sold a home for way over asking this summer. It's funny when I talk to my real estate agent, I'm like, um, you, you know, it's not going to go for that price, right? <laughs> She's like, I'm pricing right. Trust me. And she did. Kudos to her. One of the things that I do really, really well is shop. Not totally true. In my 30s, I bought too many clothes that I've recently started to throw out. Because some of them are like, oh, I'll, I'll fit back at home. And I do. But the colors are all wrong. Do you remember when you were a child and you'd see a bank heist movie? And the bank heist movie always had the, we got to get to the safe deposit boxes. Bad things to keep in a safe deposit box. I'm just not a safe deposit box kind of guy. It seems like one of those things that was around in the 70s. And who's really using that? Exactly. James Bond has to break into the bank and get into a safe deposit box to get a key to a computer. A un computer unlocks nuclear codes. Nuclear codes unlocks a secret base in the moon. So I think we're in a digital world now, don't you Anything that matters seems to be virtually stored in the cloud. A physical safe deposit box, you don't really need a will in a safe deposit box. You can put it in the cloud. Now, if you inherited a prized baseball card or jewelry from a relative, maybe? 
But a lot of people keep cash. Idle cash loses buying power over time due to the effects of inflation. It's better to put the money in an interest-bearing account or a CD or an online bank. A lot of people keep passports in a safe deposit box. I still don't get it. The original copy of my will, the last will and testament of Robert Black. Black. I'm going to leave things like uh, boxes of toenails just, just to mess with people. You'll get called into the reading of the will. Andrew, to you I leave. One stormtrooper. Action figure from my childhood that the dog chewed its head off and has absolutely no value. You'll be like, dang, I thought I was going to get a cash. Letters of instructions can be left in safe deposit boxes. Um, it can say things like, what would be said in your will? But a lot of people for, lose safe deposit boxes and it just doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, I just thought I'd chat about that because yesterday I was trying to write down some ideas on what I could do a show about and I was like, Whatever happened to safe deposit boxes? One of the things about this show is trying to avoid blunders. One of the things about the show is starting sooner rather than later. You gotta you gotta give your retirement some some respect. You have to give your knowledge of social security and your nest egg. Respect. I watched a great Giants Dodgers game. What a series this is turning out to be. Um, you kind of want it to go five because it's something to watch on TV. It's something to talk to your neighbors about. It's a water cooler moment. But you got to give as much respect to that as you do to your portfolio, your retirement, your nest egg. If interest rates rise, What's going to do well? We're expecting inflation. We're expecting stagflation. Companies like Capital One, credit card company. What's in your wallet? When I say Capital One, do you say, what's in your wallet? I do. That marketing campaign has driven me nuts. It's making me psycho. Um, I'm not telling you to do take any action on anything I mentioned here. I'm not. Don't think I'm whispering to you. But I can tell you what would do well in a rising interest rate environment. It's not rocket science. They've got an ever-growing portfolio of loans outside the credit card business. Capital One enjoys net interest income of more than $5.5 billion every quarter. Higher interest rates equals more money for them. It's already been a big winner this year. But if interest rates rise, if they do it slowly, this is a no-brainer. If they do it quickly, this is a fast trade. From Capital One, you could jump to Discover Financial Services. Not that big of a difference. It's, again, pretty interesting. I've never been one to go, ooh, I want to open a Discover card. Even though they had slick marketing, 
back in the 90s where they were better than MasterCard or Visa. To me, they were like, you have three kids you can play with. Smart one, the athletic one, or the one that constantly blurts out crazy stuff. MasterCard and Visa are the, the solid choices for me. Getting to American Express, I'm okay with as a play on the economic rebound. But Discover just never made sense to me. It just seemed like the oddball. Um, if the economy expands, interest rates move higher. People are going to say, you know what? I need a storage space. People don't like throwing stuff away. We're hoarders. And because of that, you can buy a real estate investment trust, a REIT, called Extra Space Storage, ticker symbol it's EXR. They'll open up more storage units as the economy expands. Morgan Stanley, pretty obvious choice as well. But again, consultant burger, rise, but taking action, any stocks ever mentioned on the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I'm your line at robblackshow.com. The fortune making spirit of today's marketplace, The Rob Black Show. Questions about how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. robblackshow.com robblackshow.com I'm Rob Black. I get all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's get you to retirement. I work for Group EP Wealth. After owning my own company for 20 plus years, I thought it might be a good idea to find a company that can offer more products than I could. Ultimately, financial planning gets more and more complicated as we live in nuclear families. Financial planning 30 years ago is way different than it is today. With the housing market and the stock markets having been great centers of creation for wealth, I think we're leaving a world or leading a world down a road of the haves and the have-nots. You got to be in the market. You got to be in the game to play. If I was 25 right now and I didn't own a home or have a good career, I would have a lot of anxiety. I say invest in anxiety medication companies like Merck and Pfizer because screw COVID. It's we live in a very antidepressant candy eating world. We're moving into earnings season and earnings season is expected to see earnings growth of about 30% year over year. Now that's amazing. If I were to come home tonight and tell my spouse I'm making 30% more this year than last year, she would love me. She would say, you are the man. I'm going to come give you a head massage and, and just relax you and, and loosen your shoulders and we're going to make love, sweet love and make a baby. Well, that's not going to happen. 30% is impressive. But you know what we did last quarter? 96% earnings growth. So that's a big – you can hear the brakes hitting, right? Expectations for third quarter earnings have been coming down recently. It's been a bumpy ride in September and the first couple of weeks of October. Telling me earnings season expectation has been coming down recently. The market's telling us before it's happening. Now, again, 30% is fine now, but what the market's reacting to is we've heard people come down recently. That means numbers for the next, not just 90 days are coming down, the next six months. And that's what Wall Street's really, really good at is forecasting the future. 
much better than I am. What Wall Street is really bad at is telling you what's going to happen today. So the stock market, I've said this once, I've said it a million times, is a discounting mechanism. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Bitcoin is interesting because it's hated by Jamie Dimon. And Jamie Dimon's really kind of grumpy. He's been wrong on it. And what's interesting is he's now saying, well, I've, I've been wrong on it. It, it. It's going to be around for a long time. Clients want it. Uh, our bank will offer it in some way, shape, or form. We'll try to do it in the safest way possible, but I think it has zero value. <laughs> well, how do you really feel? Squid Game and other Netflix hits have reversed the streamer's growth. Look for a good quarter out of Netflix. Netflix may be over its 2021 subscriber growth slump. Mobile app data is suggesting that subscriber growth rate slowed sequentially since the pandemic has opened up. But the Squid Game and other game shows like Money Heist, another international, where Netflix needs to grow is internationally. They're saturated in the United States. Apple wait times are the highest they've been in multiple years. Wait times for the iPhone 13 remain extended across the board. If you're going to try to get one for your kid's Christmas present, it's two to four weeks wait time at this point in time. So you're going to run out of time sooner than later. I'm just throwing that down for you. Now, longer wait times in the past have been associated with, ooh, there's strong demand. So it appears the iPhone 13 is headed for blowout sales. This would be good for Apple investors. Apple stock practically lives and dies in the company iPhone sales every year. But this year is different. The world is gripped by supply chain issues. And I'd highlight for you that Apple is great at supply chain. Tim Cook is considered the best CEO ever, the greatest of all time at supply chain. But the initial demand and then the post-initial demand and mix in the supply chain, it's a little bit tougher to figure out exactly uh, is this a demand push or supply chain slowdown. Because here's the problem with supply chain slowdown. If you don't get your Apple 13, you may go at some point in time, oh, I'm going to get my glass fixed. I'm not, I'm not waiting four weeks for this. You hold on to it for another year. And then you're like, eh, I'm really close to getting the 14. I'm going to wait for the 14 to come out. And then Apple just lost a sale. That's worthy of note. Not worthy to panic over, but worthy of note. The International Monetary Fund said today that it's cutting its global growth forecast due to supply chain challenges and persistent COVID spreads. As we're starting to round up really good vaccines, really safe and effective vaccines, we're also starting to come out with some treatments. If you get COVID, you won't die. Some pills versus shots. But the rest of the world, the developing world, the IMF is saying is it's very, very problematic. There's some parts of the African continent that have almost no punctures, no jabs. So we're going to get variant after variant after variant. And people are like, see, the shot doesn't work. No, it's the people in the rest of the world that's not getting the shots and the divided world here not getting the shots. 
tax laws are going to change next year. The unfortunate thing is we don't know how they're going to change. Um, much of this year, we've been talking about infrastructure deal that hasn't gotten done, budget deal that hasn't gotten done, how to fund the infrastructure deal and how to fund the budget deal. And that will come through tax changes. Not all of it will come through tax changes. Some of it will just be dead on top of debt. You can always find me online. So do a little financial planning, shall you? Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Have a question? Reach out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com.